Welcome everybody to the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast, your home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, Soto? What's up? Going on, guy? Everything good? Pretty good. Can't complain. How's it going? Not bad. Uh, you know, just chilling. I mean, relaxing. Uh, I took Thursday and Friday off from work. So I've been off since Thursday, helping moms out. Must um, be nice. Yeah. yeah. Back to work tomorrow, which kind of sucks, but you know. Yeah, I'm looking thinking about this night. I don't, I don't work anymore. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'll be everybody else. I don't want to, I don't want to work. I want to go home and just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, unfortunately, this episode is going to be starting with some sadness. Uh, we lost a legend earlier this week. And right. I know you were a big fan growing up, um, as was I. Um, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, has passed away at the young, young, young age of 63. So, um, I know, you know, we've known for a while he's been dealing with a lot of health issues. Um, and, you know, this past, last weekend was really rough for him. Apparently he had a, a handful of heart attacks in one sitting. And Yeah, um, he, um, so uh, I think in uh, Earlier this month, um, he fell and broke his hip, according to reports. And then, um, you know, when once they uh, were trying to, you know, do the, the hip replacement surgery, um, there were a lot of complications and which, you know, unfortunately, he suffered multiple um, heart attacks. I think, you know, I don't know how many, but, you know, uh, the, you know, uh, there were a lot of reports that said he suffered like three. Um and you know unfortunately um you know he couldn't overcome it um he was placed in life support and you know unfortunately passed away yeah they pulled the plug um late late monday afternoon if i'm i'm mistaken so it was mm-hmm. um it's tough man it's tough wrestling does not as we all know as they say all the time don't try this at home um, a lot of wear and tear. These professionals and these athletes go through a lot for our joy, for for our cheers and jeers, and it just sucks that you know he was the latest of legends to uh to leave leave this world. So, right, you know, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough because you know, <clears throat> as a little kid. You see um, these wrestlers, um, you know, put on classic matches, um, put up classic moments, and, you know, that's what makes them uh, a legend and icon. And when it comes to, like, legends and icons, you you, you always think um, that they're going to stick around forever, you know? And, you know, sadly enough, it comes a day where, you know they're gone, and it, it just—it's just a shocking feeling, you know. Yeah. So, so I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. It sucks. Um, yeah. AWA Tag Team Championship with Kurt Henning, and you know, Kurt Henning, someone who also passed um, in the early two thousands, was a uh, was a legend, Mister Perfect. You know, Iron Man in DDT in DDT Pro Wrestling, Iron Man Heavyweight Champion, 
94 won match of the year and possibly one of the greatest ladder matches of all time. Probably one of the greatest top 10 matches in WrestleMania history since Mania's around the corner. Greatest man of 10 with Shawn Michaels, you know. Um, tag team of the year with Kevin Nash. Um, TNA world champ. Um, or TNA tag, world tag champ. Uh, United States Wrestling Association World Heavyweight Champion, WCW TV Champion, Heavyweight Champion, Tag Champion, um, WFIC, one of the one of the true dominant Intercontinental Championship wrestlers. You know, one of the better runs with that, yeah, and, and 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 put up like, you know, you just mentioned IC. Um, you know, he was involved in in one of the greatest um, IC and ladder matches of all time. Um, where he defeated Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10. Um, you know, that's in in a lot of wrestlers' minds or in opinion, that's that's considered one of their favorite matches of all time. And rightfully so, because just the the storyline um coming into that match, you know, you had Shawn Michaels as IC champion and, and Reza Ramon as IC champion. Keep going. And and you know, there needed to be a unified, you know, uh uh What's it called? Uh, unified champion. Unanimous. What happened? Undisputed. Unanimous. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Undisputed. So, um, what better way to settle it than in the ladder match in which you grab both titles, and just the match itself is legendary and classic. You know, from Shawn Michaels um hitting a splash from top of the ladder to um. Reason Ramon pushing Sean off the ladder and at the end grabbing both titles and becoming um, the undisputed intercontinental champion. Like these are moments that, you know, we'll, we'll keep, you know, dear to, you know, to our hearts forever. Right. So, um, but uh, you know, that, that's, that match was probably my favorite match um, uh, from Razor Ramon and, and Scott Hall. Um but my favorite moment, I think, is when he sh- first showed up to WCW. Um, oh, because, don't Nash. Yeah, yeah. So, so he debuted first, and everybody's like, "Oh, like, like, what is he doing here, whatnot?" And then a couple weeks later, he's joined by Kevin Nash, and then, um, you know, that's when you know uh, the seeds were starting to be planted. Um, to form the NWO, you know, um, Skull Hall and Kevin Nash, they issued a a, uh, a tag match at Bash of the Beach in 1996. And, you know, it, it was going to be them two in a mystery partner um, against, uh, I think it was Macho Man Sting. And was it Luger? Could I be. can't remember right now. But, um, and, you know, um, the mystery partner ended up being um, Hulk Hogan, which, you know, after that, shortly after that, um, the official uh, formation of the NWO. So, um, the yeah. That, that, Order. One of the yeah, best theme songs of all time. I will say this now. And one of arguably one of the best factions of all time. So it's definitely um, top two. <laughs> I mean, top two, top three. I mean, it's them DX and whatever. Uh, I can't think of a third right now. Man, family. You can go up and down. This is a lot you can go with. Yeah, that's why I said a, a top two because it was them and DX. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you know, and then obviously you know the 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 the, the quote from the the, the hall of, um, his Hall of Fame speech. Um, 
you know, in which he says, uh, hard work pays off, dreams come true, uh, bad times don't last, but, but bad, bad guys, guys do. do. <laughs> yeah, so, um, it's so swaggy. Yeah, everything about him, and, and um, that's why I like much credit to to those who who paid tribute. Um, you know, notably uh, Kevin Owens um, this past Monday Night Raw, um, where he started off Monday Night Raw saying, "Hey, yo." Um, you know, it sucks because the, the crowd was kind of dead, but I was like, you know, at home, I'm like, oh, nice. Like, you know, those and, who really and, enjoy really like the wrestling historians understood. Yeah, and what it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then also he, uh, in a backstage segment, um, with Kevin Owens, um, you know, we're, we're, uh, that quote from the hall of fame speech, Kevin Owens just kind of like twisted it and put um, tough guys do instead of um, bad guys do. And, um, and then also uh, Damien Priest, you know, from Damien Priest's um, entrance, you know, he does that like sidewalk that Hall does. Um, and then also, you know, uh, during the, the match with um, Finn Balor, he did the, the razor's edge on the announce table. So, you know, um, it, of, it was a good a lot, way to pay homage to those who are in front of them. That's the respect of the, of the game. Yeah, no. yeah, and then and and then that, that was WWE sign. Then uh, in AEW's, um, you know, I, I love seeing the 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 ring gear of um, Britt Baker. You know, the the white and black. It was kind of like a NWO ish. Um, again, uh, paying tribute to to Scott Hall. So um, it, it was a good thing to see. It was a nice thing. So WWE Hall of Fame twice. He went as an individual as Riz Ramon. And then he went at Scott Hall with the NWO in 2020. So, you know, Slammy War winner twice, 94 Shawn Michaels in the ladder match at Mania, and then 96 against Michaels again at SummerSlam. So, you know, it just it sucks. There are a lot of great moments, even as he got older. Um, you could tell like that, that his time has like he 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 looked old as he got, as years went on, but he still had that same genuine swag, that personality. Always stuck with him. So you just see it, and you just like you appreciate the greatness of what Scott Hall was more than the bad times. We can discuss everything that happened outside of wrestling and this and that third, and what he's been through, you know, what he went through in his life. But at the end of the day, you appreciate the greatness. And, and you know what? Like, listen, like I know people you know, to this day, bash him because of, you know, during the, the late 90s and early 2000s, like, there was a lot of controversy surrounding Scott Hall. Um, Being drunk at and, work. And, and, you know, and, and, you and, know. And, and you know what, like, you know, people people battle their, their demons every day, you know? Right. Um, we're so who just are they talk- to judge about what Yeah, doing. exactly. So it's like, we're focusing on, you know, his, his professional wrestling history and what, um, and how he changed professional, you know, professional wrestling in the '90s, um, because him forming and the NWO with um, Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash that tipped the scale into WCW's favor in ratings against WWF. So, that was a big, that was a big swing with them as well coming into it yeah, all. Right, and then you already know, um, going further back, you know, he was a member of the Click, you know, with Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and Triple H and X Pac. So it's like you know he. He was an iconic figure, um, 
who I think deserve a lot of credit. I feel like, um, and I think Chris Jericho said it best. I think he is the greatest superstar who never won a world champion. And, and that's like shocking. Like it's surprising because a guy like Scott Hall, whether it was Razor Ramon or Scott Hall, he sh- definitely should have been a, a world champion. And the fact that it didn't, it's, it's very unfortunate. But There's a lot of guys he, you look back. I mean, we joke, we we joke about him now about how you know he shouldn't, you know, he's just, he looks like he just physically cannot be around, can't walk to the ring. Casey right. Roberts, he another one. He, I don't think he ever won a champ, won a world championship, but he's a Hall of Fame, all right. You know, we give him his flowers, and I think Scott Hall was was an even bigger, um, bigger, more well known wrestler. So. You know, they, they, it says a lot about those who, you know, I don't say they're company guys, but guys that understood what had to get done and did it in the most glorious ways. And that's what Scott Hall did. You know, yeah, no. good guy, I bad mean, guy. Listen, um, he gave us faction, non faction. Yeah. And, and you know what? He gave us, you know, groundbreaking moments that, um, shocking moments that to, to us wrestling fans, we were like, oh my God, you know, like, could this be and whatnot and uh, all those you know, holy we, shit chants right you know um, that's that's scott hall from the very beginning and and just everything you just said like you know from his swag um from his personality um unfortunately like you know I, the last time i saw um scott hall was um i think it was like a couple it was, it was a couple years ago um, where he was doing a signing for the big event in New York. Um, actually, oh, I do have his autograph. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I do. Um, I got to look for it, but I, I definitely do have his autograph. And, you know, um, I, I'm able to keep, uh, obviously I'm going to keep that and cherish that for, you know, forever because um, it meant a lot to me. But one thing that I, I, I regret was, I wanted a like a an autograph of him and Nash or him Nash and, and Hogan together, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that I was able to get um, you know uh, an autograph uh, of Razor Ramon, um, I think I think he's with the IC title. Uh, you know that's, that's know, some, for some me. dope something dope. Yeah, but you know meeting him uh, you know a couple of years ago, um, it it you know it was very nice. You know it, it's like you when you meet a superstar for the first time that you like. I admire and you you admire their work and their craft it's like whoa you know and right uh, i mean obviously i wish the interaction could be like longer but um you know since he had a big line it was just like a quick you know um oh hey nice to meet you i'm a fan oh and you'll be like oh thanks man you know so um yeah it's it, it's again it's it's unfortunate what happened but um you know, I think, you know, he, he's no longer suffering. I know he was in pain. Um, it's a lot, you know, yeah, he's between the drug abuse and alcohol right abuse back in the 90s, early 2000s, you know, and going through, you know, TNA to now, you know, shout out to Diamond Dallas Page, DDP Yoga. You know, yeah. he was one of the most notable um, clients of mm-hmm. DDP Yoga and, Got much back, credit, much got credit there because years, years of his life, he's able to restore back using all that. Absolutely, absolutely. Completely if it clean. Pretty, if it, it wasn't for him, like, yeah. it was a Sting in Triple H Romania, and he came out the way he looked great. 
mm-hmm. you know, and he was able to get back the years he lost from all the abuse. And, yeah. you know, for someone who have who, who dealt with what he dealt to overcome those demons, even for a short period of time, that you know, just says it all about how dope of a person he was, you know, good, yeah. better, and different. If, if it wasn't for DDP, like, listen, like, you just hit the money, like, um, he would have he would have been gone like years ago, like right. like ten, you know, approximately like ten years ago, and much credit to DVP for what he did for Scott Hall, and um, you know, uh, again, it, it's so sad uh, to see him gone, but um, I like I I can't imagine you know what um his close ones are actually feeling, you know, like like you know his his son his. Um, his family, you know, uh, Kevin Nash, X-Pac, you know, his brothers, who's always been with him, you know, um, through, through the ups and downs, it's, you know, um, much, much, uh, well, our, our condolences, uh, you know, to his loved ones, to his friends and his family. Yeah. So it's a, it's just tough. Well, no, as things we see how they are, it's just tough. It's, it, Prayers to the family. Prayers to Kevin Nash because Kevin Nash is the one that broke a lot of the uh, the news via Instagram. So, no, Lord knows how he feels about everything. So, my prayers are out to him as well, out to his entire family. So, it's just, oh, it's just shitty. the weeks for me. I don't know how I feel about you, but for me, the week week weeks are kind of shitty. I had, I worked I worked mad hours, at, you know, at my job, and I got I was like, oh man, really. Like this, <laughs> this had to happen. So, you know, it is what it is now. What's done is done. But, you know, he's in a better place. Hopefully, he's gonna walk around saying hey to everybody else. So, you know, my thoughts. You know, we'll just we take yeah. we take we appreciate what we appreciate the good. We take the bad and how it is. We appreciate the good. And we move on from there. We move on to um, praising him for the great he did, not more for the negative that happened. And, and that's how it should be. If you had to force negativity on somebody, especially someone who passed, who even can't even defend themselves, that's that's kind of low on your part. And for those who keep going for low-hanging fruit when it comes to critiquing Scott Hall, you're right. a bozo for that. That shouldn't be the case. But, um, yeah. Well, uh, on to other big news um you know we we heard the rumors the speculations whether you know cody rhodes was uh wwe bound and uh yeah that, that seems to Apparently be right two weeks ago 10 to 14 days ago he signed as yep. i think he's a he officially signed on saturday night yeah well i mean friday well, night or saturday night like I don't know. Well, I, I didn't read into that. Like, I didn't read. Like, I, I I heard something about that that he signed two weeks ago, um. But it was like confirmed on Friday. Like, I think during SmackDown. Okay. Um. I mean, not on WWE like show, but you know, like reports. Right. right, right. While SmackDown w- uh, was airing, um, pretty much seemed to confirm it. So now that Cody Rhodes is WWE bound, what's in store for Cody Rhodes? So. The it's, way things are looking, I think that Seth Rollins' possibility actually may go down. Based on what's being shown on the room, mill, I saw the little Bleach Report. Um, and they, you know, they wrestled a lot in the indies. So the only problem is if they do go with the Seth Rollins routine, 
where's the build? Where has everything gone with that? You know, you don't, you don't know. Yeah. So right now it's just, you know, we'll see how it is. We'll, we'll go and take it from there. But, you know, hopefully Seth Rollins and Cody would go, go out at WrestleMania, which would be dope. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, th- there were rumors that it could take place at WrestleMania, uh, you know, Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. Um, um, it's, it's been set, you know, talked about that. It might take place um, on night two, which is on Sunday. Right. Um, I'm not sure. See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like WWE has been so secretive about Cody Rhodes that I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Like, yeah, Cody Rhodes could possibly um, uh, show up at, at WrestleMania. Um, but, you know, there's also the, the other rumor um, that he can show up the night after WrestleMania, you know, which is... Um, a high anticipated show because you know that um superstars tend to debut the, you know the night after you know uh raw right we've seen it we've seen it with uh i believe it, it was a uh, brock lesnar when he came back uh to confront john cena we've seen it with uh bobby lashley um when he came back um to confront elias so um it, it, it could happen like like something like seth could probably work a program um during WrestleMania, I don't know on what though, and then you know Seth comes out on, on Monday Night Raw, says and could be confronted by Cody. But I mean, I w- I would also love to see Cody Rhodes, you know, wrestle at WrestleMania. So both options are are there. Um, like I said, WWE is very secretive right now regarding that deal and w- and regarding those plans with Cody. So we we just have to like really wait and see. But I'm pretty sure you know, WWE is ecstatic with, with, with Cody Rhodes, with having Cody Rhodes, um, because this is the first messed up the first time. Piece. Yeah. Don't do it well, again. You've seen what he was able to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, back in, uh, whenever they were negotiating, right, uh, Cody Rhodes and WWE, I think it was like in 2017, 2018, WWE offered Cody Rhodes 500k approximately 500k mm-hmm. now um reports are saying that that contract that he just got that he just signed with WWE is between two to four million as well deserved so, so instantly he becomes one of your top uh top paid superstars and you can only imagine he's going to be pushed to the moon if they're paying him that money a lot of um, a lot of crew input on his part a lot of leeway has been and, given, so and, and say what you want. Like, yes, Cody Rhodes did take shots at WWE while in AEW, um, specifically like towards WWE in general and um Triple H, but I'm pretty sure they're not gonna. I, I mean, listen, I could be wrong, I could be wrong. I don't see you know them burying Cody Rhodes. Um For four I see million dollars. Yeah, I see them you're, as an option. I can do that, yeah. No, but not only that. I see this as a perfect opportunity because I sense that, you know, they're going to take Cody Rhodes and, and, and say, okay, this is the first major piece to come from AEW. If wrestlers see how we treat Cody Rhodes, they might change their opinion on us or Cody Rhodes can reach out to other 
um, upcoming free agents in AEW and say, hey, tag along. You know what I'm saying? So I think Cody Rhodes is, is going to have a big part in WWE. Um, you know, are they going to push him to be world champion, WWE champion or, or universal champion? That remains to be seen. But I'm pretty sure, I mean, he's already going to be inserted in a big program against Seth Rollins. So uh, that's pretty big itself. So I'm just curious to see how it all pans out. So, like I said, we spoke about, well, yeah, we spoke about like people transitioning over from WCW to WWF at the time or uh, WWF to WCW. So, you know, I brought us saying Chris Jericho was the, first to go over and that led to a lot of people coming over as well um i think this is something similar i think we have cody rhodes who left originally created this brand of aw with Mm -hmm. khan and jericho and omega and and everybody else and then then leaves due to contractual obligations whatever the case may be politics of the uh the business now he comes back, and amongst the rumors that you, as you've broken down several times before in past episodes and recent weeks, how a lot of wrestlers in AEW are very unhappy with their roles, whether right. it was independent independent stars or people just getting in, just getting onto the scene and, and doing stuff like that and not getting a fair shot. Right. WWE is lacking a lot of, um, I don't want to say star power, but it comes to middle of the pact and middle of the road uh, wrestlers to fill out cards because everything's very top heavy. We spoke that's the problem with WWE. There's not enough. There's not enough depth in on the roster compared to AW. Where there's too much depth. You, you're gonna you, people are gonna lose time. Right. So this could be a chance where Cody Rhodes gets certain wrestlers to come over, and now you have an expansive roster to use for WWE to use. So you're not seeing the same three matches week in and week out. You see uh, variancy variations, so you know I think it's a. I don't think it's as big as when Jericho did it, but I think this is something where you'll see the ties turn when it comes to this war. Or to A, everything is a war. To W, it's like oh, it's a quote unquote war. But we all know they're battling for the best company, best wrestling company in the world. So we're just gonna see how it goes. I think this is equal. Um, when it comes to what may or may not happen in terms of tides for the wrestling, uh, the yeah, for the, for the ratings, 2.0. Yeah. I mean, listen, we uh, over the past few uh months, weeks, we, we've seen former WWE talent, uh, major ones, um, to you know, uh, switch over to AEW. Now, this is the, f- the first big talent, you know, that switches from AEW to WWE, and from you know, from what I've read, um. Uh, WWE morale seems to be uh, pretty happy in terms of Cody Rhodes returning to WWE because Cody Rhodes still has a lot of friends in WWE. So okay, um, as well, right? And and that's and then here's the thing: like we we've talked about Cody Rhodes, right? Um, we we've talked about like his experience with AEW working backstage. Now. Could that be a possibility with Cody Rhodes in WWE? Can will he be more hands-on on backstage, like more than a wrestler? Can he be a producer? Can he be a what you know, Daniel Bryan wanted that did it that didn't give him? That's why he left. 
I want to, I want to, I want to be a trainer. I want to work with creative. I want to work with the writers. And they said, no. And he left. And now yeah. he's got that ability to do some AEW. Do they do that with Cody Rhodes? Does he have the, I don't want to say the star power or, or the pull from the prestige of his family, you know, with Dusty and Dustin, who was gold dust. Now Dustin Rhodes, AEW. Um, do you, does he have that ability to do so? Will he, will he get the ability to do so? Is what the real question right. is. Right. So, this is yes. Then as you say, this is, this is big. Yeah, no, this is, this is huge. Um, listen, and, and, you know, we, we also talked the, uh, like I mentioned, I think it was like uh, in last week's episode or, or, or two weeks ago um, where I was like, yo, what if the scenario uh, becomes where like Cody Rhodes, works backstage as a producer or whatnot for NXT 2.0. Like that, that, that could be a possibility. Like we know that triple H is not in the picture, like uh, whatever, reason as of right now, like, you know, triple H is still nursing, you know, that, um, that heart issue that he had um, uh, a couple months ago, but, you know, and, and what we've seen from the past uh, couple of weeks and months regarding nx uh, well in regards to wwe they got rid of like 90 percent of what was nxt 1.0 or you know the black and gold era right anything that triple h was affiliated to in nxt like they they let go or they just you know they exactly they just next day so now maybe you know again with cody rhodes's um experience you know working backstage with uh aew could that be the possibility? Could you know? Could he work in NXT uh, backstage, or could he work in in Raw or SmackDown? Like that remains to be seen. I personally think this is a, b- a big, big, big signing. Um, Cody Rhodes has Cody Rhodes is somebody who can sway talent from AEW to WWE. I feel like he has that 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 you know he can convince that uh, those talent that you know feel like all right AEW is too overcrowded I'm not gonna get much exposure um Cody what can you like Cody what do you like they'll probably how do you feel about this how do you feel about that y'all yeah yeah I I wouldn't say like more airtime more TV time in and like I wouldn't say 205 or or Smackdown yeah yeah, no problem all right cool no no I I wouldn't say like they'll reach out and say oh Cody Rhodes you think you can hook me no but like oh like you know they'll they'll ask questions and opinions Um, and Cody Rhodes would be the type of person to ask since he's, you know, again, he switched over. So, right. But it's dope. Definitely. It's, I say it all the time, and you hear me say all the time, we shall see. Um, you'll, when the, when the cards start to go, um, when the pieces are falling into play, you'll see how things transpired. And then what we're talking about, we speak about, and what other people are speaking about will come into play. Yeah. So. But, no, um, no listen. Uh, again, uh, uh, we're interested. We're invested to see what's going to happen. Um, you know, lasting uh, fans, fans in AEW or, you know, wrestling fans in general wanted was uh, Cody Rhodes to turn heel in AEW. Um you know he's he gonna work heal, all right. <laughs> well, well, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how. I'm interested to see how he is received in WWE. 
uh, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how fans will react to him. Um, I know whatever, whenever he does come out, it, it's going to be a major pop. Um, but oh, and, and I wonder, like you know, what theme song? I hope he he gets to keep that theme song he has in AEW. Um, but you know, again, I don't know how that works. But you know, um, Stardust. Uh, yo, if that. <laughs> I feel I love Stardust. And yeah. it's, it was just funny from a it was just pure con. Mm. <laughs> you know, what I'm I hope not. But um, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna wait and see what happens. Um, it, it I think you know. Last thing to just end this segment. I don't know what's going to happen with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. I know, yes, they're gonna they're gonna tangle, they're gonna wrestle and whatnot, they're gonna work this program, but. What if Cody comes out being the heel, like, and and Seth Rollins goes back to being a baby face? Yeah, you know. Um, okay, so I, I feel like Raw needs a true dominant heel, and that can be Seth Rollins. But I feel like the past couple of months, it's been like, and it's been iffy. I feel like Cody Rhodes could be. We already know Roman Reigns got smacked down on lock. He is yeah, the top, he, his number one he, head honcho. He, he decides he doesn't be heel anymore is when he's done being the heel. He's got right, and then him. you already know that the counterpart to um Roman Reigns is um is Brock Lesnar. He is the top face. So I feel like Cody does have the potential to be the top heel on Raw. Like so I ask you this, yeah. Um. Is Seth Rollins a better face or heel? Okay, so we both know Cody and Seth are. They I, are I think matches. I I think see Seth Rollins is one of those um, special wrestlers that he can dominate both. He could dominate being a face. He could dominate being heel. But I absolutely love his work being a heel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now with with Cody, I feel like Cody is way better, like way more dominant as a heel. You know, so I would have Cody come back as a heel and do a double switch, have Seth Rollins be a face. Okay, because I would be fine with that. I would be fine with that because, um, I feel like I would agree with some fans. Cody Rhodes as a face can become a little stale. Mm-hmm. So having a big signing like Cody Rhodes, we know he can work as uh, as a face and a heel. I think he's more dominant as a heel. Have him as a heel. Have Seth Rollins come back, you know, uh, turn uh, face, and you can have a great program. Right. So. Okay. That's a fair. I've, I think I always ask that question because the question makes a lot of sense. It makes. Yeah, no, no. So, uh, just real quick. Like um, when Seth Rollins worked, uh, worked the program with Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins was a it kind of seemed like Seth Rollins was playing the face type role in that, in that. Right. Feud. Even though he was the bad, he was the lesser he was being cheered. Booed wrestler. Yeah. I mean, yes, he, technically he still was the heel in that feud, but he was kind of playing the face part in that right. feud against Roman Reigns. So, I mean, listen, um, I'm excited, you know, um, there's, there's a whole, I mean, besides Seth Rollins, there's a whole other, you know, matchups you can have uh, for Cordy. So, you know, just have to wait and see. But uh yeah, I'm excited. So, uh one last if we wrap this up. WWE 2K22 has been 
on a roll when it comes to reviews, um, praise. I've, I've heard a lot more compliments and praise, a lot of, a lot of jeers and negativity. Um, you and I've been on it all week for the most part. Uh, when I, I've been on, I've been busy this week, but when I get on, I play at least an hour's worth of WWE. Um, you know, we've had a couple of interactions playing online, which has been nothing but no complaints. I've, I've seen one bud that got nixed the next day when it came to like running, um, the running and, and the way the movements go. But other than that, it's been almost, almost perfect. And I say considering, as we both know, 2K20 was a complete disaster. Oh, the 2K20 was garbage. Yeah, 2K22 that, that, has that been... game almost ruined the company. Yeah, 2K22 um, has been amazing. And, and that's the thing that the WWE has to consider because but this may potentially be 2K22's last game with WWE. You know, um, WWE is looking at EA to fill in the void. And to be honest with you, I'm not too hype about EA because if it is, if history shows great us. work when it, came to, when it comes to Madden, when it comes to NHL, mm-hmm. when it came to college football is really good. Um, live has not done no. very well. Live was never the same. Um, we've seen the Star Wars Battlefronts. We've seen all the combat games, the shooters. Some really good, some not so good. But come to supporting games, outside of that in NHL, not much has really gone down when it came to um, overall great scores when it came to uh, sport games. If you want to consider it a yeah. sport game or a combat game or even UFC. The UFC 4 was fantastic, but the past couple of UFCs have not been that good. Um, FIFA, FIFA's been up and down. This one was good. Last one wasn't so good. I like, yeah, I felt like like 2K legit took their time, and they really focused on this game. You well, know, that, that was the benefit of the pandemic. You had a yeah. year and a half yeah, to get this game right. Right, and they got – I think they got the um, – I, I felt like 2K20, and, and even before that, it was all rushed. Um, I felt like they had enough time to create a masterpiece. And I'm not going to say like the game is perfect, but it is uh, is better. Eight and a half out of 10. Yeah. It's, I think it's like eight and a half, even nine. Like, um, I I can say with that. Yeah. Like it's, it's a lot better. Um, And there's more stuff you can do. The, the graphics are amazing. The gameplay, the wrestling moves. So um, much smoother. Yeah. Cleaner and stuff like that. So, um, I'm glad. I mean, I, that that's the thing. I feel like WWE needs to now weigh their options. It's like, all right, 2K, after coming up with a couple of crappy gate, redeemed themselves, finally redeemed themselves. But then with EA, it's like you have to look at their history and, you know. You're either going to have a, a masterful game when it comes to sporting games and yeah. combat games. Either the game is going to be you know, game of the year edition, or you know, you may sell a hundred thousand copies. You may you may break even at best. Yeah. So it's just you know, like I said, Madden. I you know I got I got late to the party. You played it. You know, we got friends that play it. This year's Madden was really good. Last year's Madden was really really good, but Madden twenty was not good at all. Nineteen was not good at all. You know, we talk about UFC. UFC 4 is fantastic. UFC 3, not so much. FIFA, you know, this year's FIFA are really good. The past couple of FIFAs have been piss poor, you know. Yeah. So, it's it, it, 
if you were if you were with 2K Games and WWE, would you run it back based on what how you I mean, feel? I, I would, would, I would give him, this game. I, I run it back. You know, I mean, listen, just like just everything, like I just said, whether it was the graphics, my GM mode, I love my GM mode. I wish it was all right. The only thing with my GM mode, I love, but I wish it 25 was like weeks old, is too short. I, I actually did 50, and I'm okay. like, uh, I think I'm on like week 10. Um, oh, that's right. It's a full year. I did the full yeah, year. Yeah, I chose William Regal, and I'm. Uh, I th- I think I took over Raw, and I took Steph is SmackDown or Adam Pierce on Raw. Uh, yeah, I have. I'm going against Adam Pierce, who's running SmackDown, and I, I kind of wish it was like the old, like um, Raw versus SmackDown 2007 to, uh, or 2006, like that kind of my GM. But this is something that's kind of new. Um, so I'm I'm still trying to get used to that, but so far I I I enjoyed it. My rise um, is is I love my rise. It's so much fun. See that I haven't I haven't tried yet. Um, that that's what uh, I'm gonna work on next. I did the Rey Mysterio showcase. I'm almost done with that. I got three more matches to go, and I finally I can see why you do all these tricks and whatnot because you have to, they give you everything as you do the showcase. It tells you what to do and how to do it. So I'm like, I'm saying, do I not have a amount? I'm not getting all the awards. And also, wait, I got all the awards. Oh, this is how you do it. That's how you do it. When you do the tutorial, it gives you all but so much. So, like, yeah. I can see why I was like, yo, why is this? Why is Soto doing a 360 moonsault with, you know, Kevin Nash? This is not supposed to happen. And oh, oh, okay, that's how he does it. Oh, okay. You slide back in you. So uh, it's, it's it's fun. I'm then, not gonna lie; it's a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, and then the showcase, like uh, going back to the showcase with Rey Mysterio. Like I, I love everything. Just like the the feuds, um, <clears throat> the matches that Ray had with Eddie. Uh, uh, gameplay switches memories. from gameplay to historical yeah. archive. Just like just all the the you know the moments, all the rivalries he had: Ray versus Batista, Ray versus JBL, Ray versus Kane. So um, Guerrero, it, it was a pretty you know, yeah. havoc. It was yeah. one of the greatest matches, top twenty-five all time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was. I was like, yeah, so it's dope. It was it great. Was just, just so far, fun. I've had a great gameplay experience with with uh, 2K22. Yeah, I just want to be able to adjust my cat. I was with some Filipino kid who was like <laughs> on steroids. I was like, yo, I can't like, I can't change the hat. Can't do anything. But I think you have to unlock everything. So I was like, oh man, I, still, I look mad generic. <laughs> I look like Maven with a mullet. <laughs> so, but this is fun. This is, it's, I'm actually going to play it now while I'm watching the mid game. Well, I thought I shower first, but I'm going to be on for a little bit trying to get myself again. Listen, I'm NXT world champ, North American champ. I'm on my way to the top, baby. And many roles still won't accept me as a as a date in the game because like you get to pick and choose who you want. No. So Raw was like, oh, if you do like it was Nakamura, Nakamura for SmackDown, McIntyre for Raw, and somebody else. So I picked, you know, I picked um NXT. You know, we go yeah. we go from the bottom up. And then the second one, this was and Manny Rose is the current GM for Raw for what it is. I was like, oh shit, okay, bet it's just like you didn't pick Raw. If you were about it, you would have picked Drew Man. You know what? We'll see you later. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> but um, no, it's fun. Uh, you and I had a blast. We have a couple more matches. You know, we kind of, we're technically one, we're technically even, even though we're both one and no, we haven't lost to each other yet. 
we've been beating up on a on a certain friend, and it'll keep doing so. Keep disrespecting us. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, a hundred percent. But I'm one on online, so I can't really complain. Technic technically one and zero or one and one, however you want to break it down. But we're at five hundred, and he's zero and two, so I can care less. And you know who you are, Henry. <laughs> Well, that'll do it for us in today's episode of the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you week in and week out, tuning in, showing love every day, as often as you do. So you can catch us on our social media, um, at Twitter, or on Twitter, at Flip Wrestling, on Instagram, at Sunset underscore Flip underscore Wrestling. You can check us on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. We are live on basically every streaming platform for your podcast. That is out. We are on Apple. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, um, so on and so forth. Um, Pocket Cast. I think I list. This is so many we have. Um, but our home base, we are live is on Anchor. Um, if you guys need to know how to get on Anchor or learn how to make a podcast, go on Anchor. Download the app. Very easy. Very simple. And Anchor, we appreciate you week in week out helping us out get these podcasts going as it will be up tonight for tomorrow for everybody's viewings, everybody's listens. Um, yeah, that'll do it for us, kid. Uh, what's your game plan now for the rest of the night? Um, I don't know. Uh, I could play 2K22, play some Call of Duty. I have no idea. Um, I had a very, very busy day, or I might watch the, the rest of this next game. Listen, I got money up on this game. It's looking real nice. We're down seven and a half. I mean, I have the Knicks plus three and a half in one of them. Okay. But I also got one for like 4,300. Mitch gets 12 boards and a, uh, and a win, which is quite the possibility. Oh, oh, right. so you heard that, guys. So if B wins, it's dinner on him. Of course. I mean, I got one. Those hits like 737. Um, so far, I hit before. If Mitch gets 12 boards and a win, Jokic get double-double and a win. 12 boards in a win for Mitch, double-double for Jokic, Murray, double-double for the Spurs, and Bridges, two threes. And I think they're going to win that one because the Suns are up one. Yeah, I think they're in overtime right now. Yeah, but if all those happen with a win, and Bridges, two threes, oh, we keep it moving, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, you know, if Mitch gets the uh, the 12 rebounds, Jokic, double-double, and Murray, double-double, everybody wins. That's 4,300, baby. We uh going to the casino, yep. baby. So the, ne- so the next wrestling event, you know who's buying food? He yeah, is. That's how about me. <laughs> but until then, guys, see you next week. Soto, see you later. All right.